Hey, y'all, raise your glasses. As we sharing this moment in time, let's drink to us. And all the real ones listening while we kick it on wax, let's drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. Yo, yo, yo. What's back. up? What's up? What's up? Take two. <laughs> take two. From the location that we Unofficial in. take two. <laughs> we tried this last week when my, le- when my lips were a little bit uh, numb, when my mouth was jacked up. Tried to have my Jordan flu game, but oh my God, so technology dramatic. didn't oblige. That part. I don't know if Mercury was in greater rate or what, but. <laughs> they couldn't let me go outside like that. We really tried to record a podcast, y'all. Oh, I mean, we did. We did an entire just show. Just talking. <laughs> we was going. We just did a test. So we actually are rolling this time. And if you see us, you see Barry in the background. You probably wondering, where the hell are they? Well, we are in my humble abode, you know. And I was like, why not take this show remotely? You know what I'm yes. saying? And actually give y'all the more realistic vibes. Take a little bit of the professionalism off of it so y'all hmm. feel like y'all coming into our vibes. Yes. So welcome. Welcome to Twan's home, him and his lady. Me and Barry, welcome you with open arms. <laughs> Can I say my favorite bar real quick? What's up? Don't talk to my man like that. <laughs> I like it the way you like it. My, my, my man. Shout out to the rap god Adonis. Adonis is fucking killing it. This is I'm a good guy. You. Drawings and shit. He doing album art. He doing bars. He was actually more. Uh, he was actually more of a uh, imprint into the success of the album than his pops. You know, <laughs> he carried he carried the weight of the album. <laughs> Him and Cole. This is a egregious claim. Hey, he can't jump. Him and Cole. He was giving Blue Ivy energy. You know, I'm gonna get my applause in in, in the show. You get what I'm saying? I, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Adonis. <laughs> And Drake, his father, who both made, you know, art. But yes, shout out to Adonis. That is my favorite line, period. I think I think Drake realized the love Blue Ivy was getting. It was like, let me start incorporating my that's child. Good, that's a good point. <laughs> that honestly, that could be a fair take. He was like, I'm gonna give him he gonna get his own house. Kids can humanize celebrities. It does, and I, I think in a way, um I, and, and you know, if we wanna get into it, I think that's why a lot of people are a little bit annoyed. Um, only from our age age range. I'm glad we didn't record last week because I would have came off emotional with my takes on Okay. Drake. I've become more level-headed. Cooler heads will prevail. And I will just say, he's keeping it young. You know, his demographic young. You know, uh, someone I actually heard that had insight that I didn't think I would need was uh, Nadeska. You remember the chick, Nadeska, that used to do the show with Joe Budden and Academics on Complex? No. Well, she basically spoke about how she went to the Drake concert. And Is she a dark-skinned girl? She's a brown-skinned girl. She had a picture with Drake and Cole? No. Okay, keep going. Well, she was just saying how, you know, normally she would love going to shows. but So it takes a lot to get her out of this the, uh, the, the house now for a show. She went... And she realized it was just a very young demographic at the Drake concert. And she realized that's the demographic that is paying. That's the demographic that is streaming. And so she really couldn't uh, blame Drake for his content once you see exactly. Who's at the show. Exactly. It's like if you want to keep yourself young and fresh in this game of hip hop, uh, that's the way to go. Because everybody can't be Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? I think what that means is... Uh, I, people forget Jay Z started out had his first hit album when he was thirty. 
You mm, get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he kind of came in matured. Yeah. So he didn't really have to make as drastic of a uh-huh. transition into his adulthood or his grown man content. Right. So I'll give Drake that grace and just say, you know, wow. it ain't for me, but I'm not going to be the hater. I wish you guys were here uh, when we recorded um, the last time because this is essentially what he was saying, but he wasn't saying it as I was elegantly. I was on his ass. He was. <laughs> but you actually made me do some thinking because, man, my Drake cape. I have to get it, you know, clean so often. It's just, I just, I'm always all the time. It gets tiring sometimes to support my best friend, but I'm going to always do it, you know? Yeah, but what you let me know is that Drake isn't making music for the 37, the average 37 year old man or woman. You know what I'm saying? The average 37 year old man or woman probably has one significant other. Or, you know what I'm saying, just a more... Our lifestyle is different. And and I think this is the first time in history where there is um, confusion on how to approach our demographic. Because Hmm. we are the first grown-ass demographic that still leans into young people content. I think we are... Our demographic, we cherish nostalgia. Right. And I wish Drake would kind of like maybe sample his own shits. Drake needs to give us a Lucy, like just an out the blue mixtape that he's not trying to get album like like streams on and just kind of getting his bag because we know it's there. That's the frustration. Mm. If we didn't think Drake was talented, we wouldn't be this bothered and frustrated by the content. So it's almost like he's a he's a product of his success and his expectations. Mm. It's just like if. LeBron goes and he lays a dud in the game. We on his ass, but a dud for him is 18, 9, and 9. Mm. That's a great game for some other people, but it's like you had so much more in you. You felt like you kind of left us hanging. Now, see, I don't treat artists like that. And I, y'all, do, y'all do artists like that, and shame on y'all. Y'all do artists like that. I meet artists where they are. You're creating the art. I'm listening to it. What you give to me, to you had to have been your best. You know, you don't get, you ain't gonna think it's mediocre and be like, fuck it, put it out there. You're the ideal fan. Yeah. You literally grow and give him grace and meet him where he is. A lot of people don't. And the thing is, you gotta think, Americans mostly. Because if you've seen the way European fans appreciate hip hop, Americans like what like do some flips. We need to see some fire. <laughs> Got bars to death. Use some words we ain't never seen before. Flow we ain't never heard before. Introduce us to a new producer who's hot. Give us a new sample that we've never heard before. Give us great art album work, and then have a great rollout and a couple fire ass videos, and then make sure you don't fuck up in social media the first week of your damn release, and then we'll be good. And then also be a one solid on your tour. <laughs> No mistakes. <laughs> That's why Kendrick and Cole drop and don't say shit. And then Drake, but here's Drake, you know what I'm saying? The lonely one from the trifecta, really still giving you niggas content. Meanwhile, Kendrick Lamar is a French fry away from retirement. That's and why we Cole, telling Drake to go sit down somewhere for a year or two. Because wow. we're tired of kind of seeing you. You don't even know how to recreate yourself. He like, when you, you know when you've been, 
<laughs> you know when you just bid out and popped out, you can only show us so many new chains, no, so many new jewels, so many new fits, so many new uh, uh, aesthetics, so many new chicks. You can't show us enough content before we like, damn, go sit your ass down. Somewhere. That is crazy to me. It, it's it's the power of oh, it's it's the unfortunate thing of overexposure. Now that we are able to see into our rappers and our uh, mm, celebrities' yeah. lives, you got to think. Nobody gave a damn what Method Man was doing when he was with in the, in his prime of Wu Tang. Nobody gave a damn what Jay Z was doing mm-hmm. because we saw you when you was ready to drop. Yeah, that's the only time we really saw. Yeah, you. but I mean, Drake chooses when you see him. He doesn't do interviews with people. You know, he did that one interview with Yachty and that little white girl. Um, but, but Drake still pops up just out of nowhere for some reason. You go like see it. Him. I like I like seeing I, him. He's my friend. <laughs> But I will say, because you kind of said a little bit of this the last time we recorded what? about him needing to get his ass somewhere and sit down. I really believe it's like, enjoy the fruits of your labor. You work damn hard. You yeah. can sit down. We not going to judge you for not dropping music. Honestly, I've always said he should lean more into his acting chops right now. And I agree. The, and make the transition. I think he just doesn't. I get it, though. I feel like a rapper and entertainer is kind of like an athlete. Mm-hmm. You don't want to leave the stadium. You don't want to leave the lights. Yeah. Because then you feel as though, you know, what is my purpose? What do I add to the to the universe now? But also as a creative, because, I mean, rappers, entertainers are creatives. Drake is a creative to me. Um, and so am I. And I feel like when there's a fear there that if you stop doing what you're so passionate about, regardless of how people are starting to receive and, you know, intake the content, what if you don't ever want to come back? What if the break is just too good to you that it's kind of like um, on Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century hey, two, the second, the second one, y'all, um, when Protozoa, you know, Protozoa had to take time away. He was off in an island. What are you talking about? You want to talk about sports in 1899s? What the fuck that mean? I'm talking about Xenon. Those who know, know. The wow. girls who get it, get it. <laughs> like, See this Lapidus, Twan, okay? See this Lapidus. You're giving me real Comic Con vibes right now. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Listen. You know the kid running, walk around, speed walking around the uh, hallways with his arms behind his back. That's what she was giving. It's absolutely him. not. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, no. On Xenon, okay, girl of the twenty first century, the second one, she and Nebula, played by Raven <laughs> Simone, could not find their favorite. They needed their favorite artist to come and help them solve a crime, solve a, a, a star of space crime shit, so whatever. They needed his help. So they couldn't find his ass. So they had to decode his music to find Protozoa. And they climbed this mountain, went to this secluded island, and they found him. And he was like, y'all, leave me alone. I don't want to create anymore. And like, oh, my God, Protozoa. So Drake is Protozoa? Drake is Protozoa. He's not because he still loves to create. Boom, boom. And my heart <laughs> he goes needs zoom, to go zoom, on his Protozoa vibe. girl. Oh, yes. Really, I'm just saying, goddamn Drake turned to Protozoa. Make us miss you. You get what I'm saying? I like, get that. Make us come looking for you. As long as you come back. Just don't do your Andre 3000 shit and start walking around and you With know flutes. playing your flute. <laughs> Eat random. Where in the world is Andre? Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 be finding him in Astra- Amsterdam. Why are you in West Virginia, bro? Right. <laughs> or Dallas. <laughs> like, how did you get here? here? Well, Dallas, he got kids here. I That's the that. only one. I'm like, okay. 
But then why are you walking around by yourself in that? In a parka. <laughs> in a park. In a parka with a flu. How you think Andre be popping that way? Like the Uber. I like it. I wish more celebrities do shit like that because I get the concept like wherever I go, the cameras will follow, but like not really. If you really like off the grid, you ain't telling me where you're going. I could walk out right now and Beyonce could be walking down your street. I feel like somebody goes to be like, I think that's the like the ideal way to meet somebody. That's kind of like, where did I go? I think um, Extisha is a um, hookah lounge out here. Extisha. Extisha. Yeah. I pull up, this is a few years ago in Addison. A regular ass random night. Mm hmm. I walk out. I got my damn Remy Martin. This is when I was on Remy Heavy. I don't know why. Okay, like, so I was outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had my Remy body. You know, it's BYOB. You know, me and my in my date at the town walking in there. And who do we see walking in with us? Talk about. I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need a swig of that. Look over to the left. Anthony Anderson. Like, what the hell are you you doing? That is random as hell. This was blackish. Like, really? Blackish days? I'm like, what are you doing over here, bro? Like, those are the best and ideal celebrity yes. situations. Honestly, now that we own it, what is your most random or your best celebrity experience? Do you have one? Yes. I was in LA and I was at a thrift store um, near USC's campus. Mm-hmm. No, UCLA's campus. And I look out the window, and the girl in front of me was like, that's Jaden Smith. And I had got to L.A. I wanted to meet a celebrity. I wanted to. And I dropped. I said, grab me right back. I dropped everything. I ran across the street. He was leaning up against a car, like a Porsche or something. And this is when Jaden Smith was like in the media all the time for being crazy or whatever he was on during this time period. And I was like, you Jaden Smith. And he was just as weird as he was on TV. He did not say word. He didn't open his mouth to me. His eyes was red. It's fu- I have the video. I'll show you. It's, for, it's embarrassing for me. You know what I'm saying? I would never share this. But he didn't say shit. I put on my camera and everything. Jaden seems like the type. I saw a clip of, of uh, Kanye pulling up on him while he was like on his bicycle. Like in the hills of Calabasas. That's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy, but. <laughs> like. He pulled up. He was like, "Hey, what's good?" <laughs> he pulled up with the. I need you to check out this new song. This shit only happens in Calabasas. Okay, for real. <laughs> like for real. Kanye pulling around a cliff, pulling over to the side. And this and his whip, white wheel, son. <laughs> like, on the bike. Like on the bike. He comes to the door. It felt like a kid in the neighborhood who who coming to holler at the drug dealer. Stop That's it. gonna give him some money. Okay. Meanwhile, they're millionaires. He was, he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Hey, man, listen to this new joint I made. He started playing it and. Jade, I'm like, where's the old coming traffic? Like, ain't none. Like, it's secluded none. streets. That's why I'm like, this shit, this is giving gay to community. Yes, like, very much so. I feel like Jaden wouldn't be just riding his bike around no, in the normal not on parts. Fucking <laughs> like, but no, I get what you're saying because I love seeing celebrities in they in they natural habitat in the way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't like the polished, you know, interactions. If that right. makes sense. While we talk about celebrity culture. Um, we're back here. Uh, I kind of didn't want to, you know, mention it because you know Will Smith is a is an iconic figure. Yes. Jada too, you mm-hmm. know. I'm gonna give her flowers, yes, you know. Absolutely. Birdie, you know what I'm saying? Okay. From uh, um, <laughs> uh, she's just doing a lot. She's doing a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> we, we didn't we didn't need to know. 
<laughs> we didn't need to be added to the group chat. <laughs> it's you know when these celebrities do these book tours, um, like Carrie Washington is doing a book tour. We just now discovering that. The dad she thought she had is not her dad. She was into, she was a sex addict who was also getting bent. You know, oh, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> she said she was using sex and alcohol <laughs> to lean into her depression. Shit, me too. <laughs> Turn up, dude. God damn it! You know I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me actually take a sip for real. You ain't shit because she probably was really like tapping into her trunk. Man, I'm sorry, Carrie. <laughs> what? What do you wait? Now I'm thinking like, how deep you think she was going in the sex? Like, you know, what? Do, what do you think a booty call from Carrie Washington? You know, goes through. You know, Olivia Pope. I would like to think that she's. Uh, she seems like a classier. I feel like she's sending a black black truck to come get you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She's gonna, she gonna get it delivered. I want to know you're getting here, and I'm gonna send you home. The truck's outside. Hey, turn off your goddamn phone so ain't no signals. Was this during her scandal days or was this I don't during know. I'm her? Just, okay. I'm just taking my, my, myself there as if I had a rendezvous with Olivia Pope. Mm. How's she coming to get me? How's she summoning me? If, <laughs> I were, if I were paid, right, and I was battling a, you know, money-induced depression, I'd probably, I, would, I would text my guys and be like, or my guy, Okay, not two. No trains here. <laughs> um, but I would text my guy and be like, you know, what you doing? A typical thing, like, right, what you doing? If he said nothing, chilling, all right, I'm about to send a car. And that's it. I mean, I'm rich. How are you going to tell me no? Be for Man, real. Hey, I'm, I, you can come get me from my date. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want nothing. I'm at the date like, hey, I got to go. You gotta go. Yeah, duty calls. <laughs> like duty calls. Uh, gotta, yeah. Let me know you made it home. Like, <laughs> right. Let me get the check. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, you know what I'm saying? It's levels. You get what I'm saying? Like, but, you ain't Olivia. You know what I'm saying? But these celebrities, like, for Jada, it's like I'm screaming, but for Jada, I wish that she. I appreciate transparency. Let me lead with that. I do appreciate transparency. Um, I do appreciate the truth. I appreciate a celebrity with a book, you know what I'm saying, going on their press tour. But I wish that she thought more about, and I know it sounds fucked up, but thought more about how the truth would hurt her partner. Um, and maybe, I'm because they seem like they communicate very well. I think that she talked to him about, you know, whatever. And maybe he gave her the green light, you know? I'm going to be real with you, man. Um, <laughs> I just feel as though, like, <laughs> she knows that, like, Will ain't going to do shit. <laughs> you know how you know your mate? <laughs> so we bite, like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? But she know, like, he's a glutton. Damn. He loves this shit. What you, if he had a kink? <laughs> like <laughs> Public shame? <laughs> A public shame I'm just so successful. I need to be brought down a couple nights. I mean, maybe because people are into some weird things. I feel like that's some Hollywood shit for real. Like a nigga bitch too successful. He needs you to just because explain. a lot of things that she's saying is like because a lot of men when he slapped the hell out of Chris Rock, a lot of men was like, "Yeah, stand up for your lady." Meanwhile, she's saying they wasn't even they not Man, even she mad said, when he called me his wife. I was surprised. <laughs> Abort the mission, bro. <laughs> let Chris hit you back. <laughs> like and he gotta let Chris hit him back on national TV. I mean, now. it's just oh, it's just so, so many things, you know. I I'm trying to like sift through my thoughts. A, I appreciate the transparency, but B, when your transparency paints your partner in an embarrassing light, 
whether he gives you the green light or not, you can't keep saying that Tupac is your soulmate. Hey, nobody. Jada Pinkett. If we're being honest, I don't even know if them kids are his. Okay, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. The reason I say this is, how can you talk about one man that's a spirit? Like LeBron said when he came to the MJ opinions, I'm, I'm in competition with a ghost. You literally well, are competing against a ghost. So his legacy is pristine. You get what I'm saying? Like you can't combat the dead. So, no, it's impossible. You get what I'm saying? Like he's a martyr now. So you are competing with a martyr. Like I feel like what that is. But I also feel like people. It seems like he's talking, like she's talking about Will all the time, because that's those are the questions that the people that are interviewing her are asking her about. Hey, next question. You gotta have to start next question in there at some point. That's real. Because at the end of the day, that's real. People are using you for clicks. And you're embarrassing your partner in the, in the process. And the reason that I don't agree with it is we don't. All right. I will admit it wasn't her that said that Tupac proposed to her. It was Matt Barnes on the show. Yes. Up and smoke. Yes. All the smoke. And she just agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, confirmed it. But I'm like, we don't. Need to have any more discussions about you and Tupac until you first address your shit at home. If y'all ain't together, that's cool. I don't understand this, and this is about to get on wheel ass. Mm. Like I can't just have it one sided because I can't gang up on Jada. At the end of the day, if you don't set boundaries for yourself as far as what we're gonna stay in this house, I feel like as as quote unquote the head of household. If you don't control what gets in and out of this household, then at the end of the day, how can you expect them to align with that? So the reason I'm, I'm, I'm saying that is when he went on Red Table Talk after the August of Cena situation, mm. and they made a joke about like bad marriage for life, like bad boys, like mm-hmm. that let me know further he was in a sunken place. And I think he's one of those people who's all... I'm about to get in my podcast bag when I start projecting my goddamn opinions on Don't you niggas. call it out first, Well, goddamn it, I'm about to do it. This is just what I'm observing. I feel as though he's someone who's almost has guilt as far as his success and not being able to capture the family alignment that he was looking for. Because mm-hmm. if you know Will, you know, he had a tumultuous relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, <clears throat> the, so, there was a divorce between his parents, and so he was adamant that he would not want divorce, and he felt like divorce was a failure. That's why his first wife had to pretty much seek divorce from him. Mm. So if that's one of those situations, you kind of looking at marriage as a conquest, as as a con- as something that you're to proving achieve. to yourself to achieve, versus an experience. And if that's the case, then. There is no way that you can make it work because now you're just trying to um, to uh, make it successful versus actually making sure it's a, it's actually for you. Meaning, don't marry an aesthetic. Don't marry a crush. You marry a person. And the reason I say that is I feel like he was forcing her to go outside of herself because she'll admit, I didn't want to be in Hollywood anymore when we met. 
you married the biggest superstar in goddamn Hollywood. Right. I wasn't sure if I wanted kids. Boom. I got one, and then we about to have a couple more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, at some point, she's going to hold some... You know, she, she's going to hold some contention and she's going to basically hold some ill feelings towards you if you feel if she feels like you kind of interrupted and impeded her actual life rollout, what she saw for herself. I'm just going to think that that's what it is because she said that uh, uh, many times that, you know, I was going here, he was going here, and then I kind But doesn't she, she has to say so in her choices as well. So I mean, but I feel like Will is one of them dudes. It's like you. It's like damn. Like I have no reason to tell him no. Meaning like he seems like a people pleaser. Like because she said he would do so much big and grand things, but it was it for me or was it for you? Mm. So it's like if you feel it's like there's some women I feel like and this is a man saying this. I feel like some women feel as though there's no reason for me to deny him or decline him because he's being a good man. He's being he he's being yeah. consistent. It's like I would you don't want to be the bad person and turn and letting him down. Well, because we down. also know the alternative of that. If in I know I've been very close to making decisions out of um, fear of what's on the opposite side because. You know, you look at it and it's like, okay, why would I turn down a man who is listening, who is doing above and beyond when the gifting department, like all this kind of stuff? Why would I turn that down when I know the other side of that, the opposite of that is a cheating man, an abusive man, a man who don't listen, a man who forgets your birthday, a broke man, like God forbid. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can see that they're being like, damn. This man is doing all of these things, you know what I'm saying? And he's good to look at, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's tall. I'm little. You know? Why would I say no? And then you get in it, and then you're kind of like, shit, I'm not really, I, I need, I got to get out of this thing. But I also commend them, I guess. Commend is the word. I don't mind what their situation is. Their situation bothers a lot of people. It don't bother me. People are painting Will Smith to be a pussy. She's not saying he a pussy ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? She ain't never said, yeah, I'm separated from Will Smith, weak ass. She ain't never said that. Y'all are the ones who saying this man is weak. We project. Because, yes, because, just because he dating a woman who dated a man who is now dead. Man, I wish my girl would like, talk about her ex nigga like that. Oh, my God. Jada want to fuck Tupac go so bad. It's like y'all are the ones that's like so pissed off. Meanwhile... They're just telling y'all they're separated, but they're together, and they're going to work out their problems throughout anything. Things that y'all have never been able to, not you, friend, but like y'all, the proverbial y'all, have never been able to do. You've never seen success in that department, so you can't even recognize it. You see it as weak, when really it could be strong to them. I, I think I, I think dating and, and the way we approach things is weird these days, um, because you know we saw a clip this week of... The uh, young lady who, I, I use that term loosely. Okay. <laughs> the young lady who refused to get out the uh, out the car. Not loosely. You so stupid. <laughs> that was shady, y'all. I don't know if y'all caught it, but rewind it and go back again. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying. Uh, young you know, young man brought her to uh, allegedly brought her to Cheesecake Factory, and she refused to get out the uh, car. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm just, I remember a time when cheesecake was some shit. That's my you sixth grade graduation dinner was. I ain't gonna lie. Me and my girl will go on a couple of dates to, to, to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sitting there eating off each other's plates, vibing. 
Pass me the brown bread, love. Let's get one before we walk out. (laughs) Exactly. We loved it here. It's like, when did Grand Experience justify if somebody had the uh, 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 audacity to have your time? Because you got dressed. Yep. Put on that loud ass lipstick. Heroin Mac lipstick (laughs) from 2009. Got your ass in this passenger seat. Be shamed, lady. And I pull up here, and you tell me you ain't getting out the goddamn. You gonna exit the. You gonna exit this car first of all and walk and find your way home. Because <laughs> like, who car was she in? His. His. <laughs> she was passenger <laughs> privileges. He trying to open the damn door for her, be a gentleman. And she's he like, looking no. All this. She got it on child lock. <laughs> like, well, my okay. Before I unpack the real behind what I think this video is, I want to go on record and say. I love Cheesecake Factory. I love it so. I love the brown bread. I love the Jamaican black pepper shrimp. That butter be hidden. The butter is good. I love the barbecue chicken pizza with no onions. Chocolate mousse cheesecake. I could go on. Now, I think the whole thing was staged. I think so too. But I don't like putting that energy out there because dumbasses... Think, all right, first of all, it can happen two ways. You have mm-hmm. men who feel as though that's why I ain't going to be nice to these hoes anyways because they would appreciate They, they can't shit. wait. They can't wait to say I that. I don't need that, that, that pinnacle, that, that piece of, the, yeah. uh, of social media to have their words to, to, to uh, speak on. But I also don't want it to be a thing where women think it's cool to, project, to put out that type of energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to see anybody on either side, either gender, get embarrassed mm-hmm. in this this dating experience. Right. And I feel as though it's one of those things where now you have so many people trying to shine on each other. Yes. And trying to prove that you don't deserve to be in my space. And people want stories as well. And what's going to happen is you're going to realize the importance of companionship and the when life slows down, the lights go away. Social media is not the, is not the uh, priority, and you just having to live in that person's space because anybody can date and vi- when the vibes is lit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Y'all can you can have a good ass time with somebody when we outside, we we vibing, we eating good, we smoking good, we fucking good. But at the end of the day, you know, at sometimes at some point it's gonna slow down. And you're gonna have to determine whether you really. Align with the person whether you really love or like that person because liking some person and loving some person and the body is completely, completely different. different. And you have to be able to like somebody in order to be able to coexist with them. And yeah. I feel like that is a lost art, you know, nowadays because we're trying to combat each other from a man and woman perspective, you know, and I just don't like that energy. That's why videos like that I frown upon because I don't like that energy being put into the universe. And I, I don't I feel like there are guys who are waiting to, you know, see a woman act like that in real life to justify their fucked up claims about how women are unappreciative or, you know, what I'm saying bougie, too good. All of these things. They've been waiting on something like that. I was at work talking to two of um, the guys who work at my job. And they were like, Miss Sydney, let me ask you a question. They call me Miss Sydney, but they they 20, okay? Um, they was like, Miss Sydney, um, there's this girl at my campus, on my campus or whatever, um, she won't speak to me for nothing or whatever, but I bet if I had an SRT, she'd speak. And it's like, 
why is that you your first mind is she don't want to speak to you because I ain't it on. must be because i'm not on you're projecting because you're off right but really that's toxic masculinity to me because this now broke he, niggas been fucking bad chicks for forever it's possible <laughs> like it's still it possible, really takes bro. game you <laughs> like, know what i'm saying you don't have no game or you don't the look art of the, conversation is gone for a lot of these that youngsters. part and it's like for y'all to be for you to and i'm granted this is a one example you know what i'm saying but like for you to like have that she i think what happened was a group of he and his guys that spoke to a group of she and her girls she's the only one that didn't speak so it's like she too good she bougie i said well first of all that ain't your person bro like at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you can love this that you can love what you see but she showed you where you are to her and at the end of the day, don't try to force it. And that's what dudes end up wanting to cuss out a chick or you getting cussed out because you're pressing the issue. And also, too, it's like, I just feel like literally to go from zero to 100, she don't speak. She must only want a nigga in a, in a fancy car. That is it's not even linear. That's ill thinking to me. And that just lets me know your insecurities won't, won't allow you to really date with for enjoyment. So, fellas, youngsters. Mm. Understand your lane, recognize it, live in it. Women, live in your lane, recognize it. Don't try to live on the aesthetic of social media because everybody ain't built for that lifestyle. Facts. Everybody ain't built to date scammers. Everybody ain't built to date trap niggas. And some of those lifestyles aren't even <laughs> built for longevity. At all. So, you know what I'm saying? While you rolling through traffic in the SRT with the loud motor. Skirt. Just recognize that you might be a sensory. So, like, <laughs> just say, bail no, money thanks. needs to be on deck. Okay, therefore, therefore, why y'all doing the race? But while we was talking about love and everything, mm-hmm. you went to the most populated city in the country. Yes, we were trying to see if you found any vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, any uh, Ao sons? You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! So. For those of you who don't know, I spent the weekend in New York um, City last weekend. I did a weekend in Brooklyn. I went to CultureCon um, in Brooklyn at the Navy Yard. And my Brooklyn experience was 10 out of 10. My girl Ashley, if you watch, if you follow my stories or whatever, you saw I posted her. Um, she lives in Brooklyn. She showed me the absolute best time. I feel like hosting sometimes can be a lost art as well. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker coming to the city. To just go to a conference, she bought a ticket to said conference, so I didn't go alone. She got media pass for said conference, so we could have some, you know, work around. Um, and then she also curated the weekend. So, like... You didn't even have to think. I, I really did. And as a planner, to not have to plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Men, if a girl ever come to visit you, you need to give Ashley energy. I ain't gonna lie. Niggas be forgetting what to do. They just plan for the first night. <laughs> it's so t- I mean And not to say that she had a type tip itinerary She didn't go OD But like She asked me for my flight information Immediately As soon as I told her I was coming She let me let my You know Keep my bags at her concierge It just was like She had it all set she up She had it all set up um, The first night She took me to this Very beautiful Kind of mom and pop Italian restaurant In Brooklyn In Flatbush Handmade pasta 10 out of motherfucking 10 I ordered everything at the motherfucking table and I bought dinner for her. You know Aww. what I'm saying? Because motherfuckers let you stay on their couch for free. You, you save a lot of money in New York You know city. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to spend this money on you for, yeah. for, for kicks, you know? Um, we went to a bar afterward. Um, and then we, she took me to this like Caribbean bar. And so 
I was dan- I mean, I was dancing, like dance hall vibes. You like, these niggas don't know me. Exactly. <laughs> and then one nigga approached me, right? How'd that go? He was a bigger guy, but... We talking bigger. You mean husky? Husky. Or Ruben Studdard? He wasn't like, Ruben Studdard. Could he possibly stop breathing if he lay on his back? Or no. Is it like- he, was, he was a bigger man, not as big as Ruben Studdard. Okay. I would say the guy from American Idol, too much for me, dog. What's his name? Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. He's a little thick neck. He yeah, thick he was bigger for sure. <laughs> like, okay. And so he was like dancing on me and stuff. And I was like, okay, what's going on? Okay. okay then. You know, I was like, okay, I'm looking for love. So I'm like, maybe, not maybe this is it, but like, this is a step in the right direction. Only for Ashley to be like, girl, that's my neighbor. Randy, I, mean, I mean, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Okay. Except. We exchanged numbers, me and the guy. And so he's texting me. He's like, I'm going to come up, you know. Oh, no. Well, Ashley said it was okay because he's helped her get packages in before. Like, she's seen him and pass it. They were living on the same floor. Uh So he comes up to the apartment or whatever. We're all kicking it. And just listening to him talk and, like, he was one of those I know more than you do type of guys. God damn. So that was a wrap, right? But after that, still... I experienced Brooklyn. He was gone. Nothing else happened with that. I met no other men, but I did go to the Jay-Z exhibit. How was that? It was great. I mean, he wasn't there or anything, but it was um, it was interesting to see, to marvel at his work. Yeah. How extensive it is. Um, he has a lot of archives in there. Um, I was just really impressed, to be honest. To see so your, your exp- experience sounds like a ten out of ten. It, I, you know, it was dope following your experience. You capture your your trips very well. So I appreciate that. You know, I, I felt I felt like it was vibes. And so uh, you know, shout out to Ashley as well for being a dope host. That is a lost art if we're being honest. It is. And it's kind. It's, it, it, it seems like it can be overwhelming when somebody comes to a city like New York because they're expecting a vibrant time, and so yeah. being able to deliver on that hosting experience. Yeah. It's something that you can't sleep on at all. Yeah. I think I'm also a good guest. I wasn't going with it. You know, some people go to New York. I want to see the Empire State. It's like, girl, sit your ass down. I told her I want good food, strong drinks, and vibes. Deal. We got you. <laughs> That's what she <laughs> did. <laughs> like, you know, I ain't going to lie. And then I'm glad you made it back in one piece. You know, the reason I say that is, you know, I knew I know there's a lot going on in New York City. Um, as far as like just a lot of people, a lot of and trash, just you know, it ain't for everybody, right? But if you experience it the right way, it can be a dope vibe. Mm-hmm. So, um, another thing that we talked about because I feel as though we've been trying to, uh, you know, make this happen since we got on wax. Oh, Lord, you know, when I first, you know, clips tied to try to get you on somebody mama's couch. Um, we in October. We are in October, November, December. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so I think the people that have been following us, episode one, are trying to see are we gonna get there in December? Is this year. almost our one year anniversary coming up? Pretty goddamn. It's like I think. Damn, that just showed we ain't been dropping content. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like ten episodes. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Since we got a better location, we got man, lives. We got y'all. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. We gonna have to just drop them when we drop them, but we gonna work something out. Yeah. But, yes. Know, I'm embarrassed to say, damn, daddy. Yeah. 
supposed to have like 30. <laughs> what episode number is this? 12. Like 12. <laughs> Not one a month. Average in a month? Hey. <laughs> We get we living for thirty days and coming back and let y'all Yes, know. exactly. <laughs> it takes time to live this life. Game or the short game? Exactly, you know it's saying? a marathon, not a sprint. Um, but I don't want to be on nobody's mama's couch. I want to be on a man's couch that he owns. Okay, be very clear. <laughs> no rent a center. No rent a no center. I'm knocking at the door <laughs> trying to say you behind <laughs> on them payments for the you know couch sit. Um, no. I don't want that. I do want, I'm still single. I'm still single. I mean, y'all, I gave it a really good effort. <laughs> y'all should have saw me this year. I mean, I was really, really trying. I live she my situation. She put her best foot forward. I mean, I did. Y'all was here when I left my situation in the last, into the last year. I left that alone. Um, she professed her boundaries and everything. I did. You know, I did my toe in a little, you know, sex capade for like, what, 15 days, you know? Two weeks of pay period. That you know, shit even go deep into because it. Because you can't let it go too long. <laughs> Boundaries, right? Um, I dated a guy, seriously. Um, man, I'm just kind of reflecting on that in itself. Like, me and my ex, we spent the block, you know, um, for like the 10th time. It ain't no more spitting. That, you've you, no, you I, visited the neighborhood yeah. and saw everything. Yeah, I, I haven't. Actually, I have not made a decision if it's over, 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 over. It ain't that many overs. If you got to say all the goddamn overs, it's I'm, over. I haven't decided, but where I am at, to be very honest, and this is not the drinks talking, this is just pure me, where I am at is, you know, like when you've been around someone or with someone for so long, and like he's, not a, he's not a cheater, you know, he's not a beater, he's not a... The tip, the textbook, fuck nigga stuff. Mm -hmm. So it makes it really hard to be firm in my decision to no longer move forward. So I haven't made that decision yet. And when I'm about to be 35, I don't want to make the wrong move. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm wondering if the things that are keeping us from being in a relationship are like forever things or things that can be changed. And so what I told him is, I don't think I have too much more left in the hurt bank. From you, you know what I'm saying. You can't make any more uh, withdrawals in that department. So, like, and I think that's a real fucked up place for anybody to be in. You know, who wants to be with a woman or a person for that matter, where you ain't got no more room for error? That's not even healthy, right, for anybody. And so, um, where I'm at is like, what is my true capacity mm -hmm. in this space? Um, and I'm honestly, I'm unsure. But um, all that to say, I am single. I am still looking for a partner, but by looking, I don't mean my I'm looking, looking. I'm just expecting God to, you know, drop him in my lap. Well, before we get out of here, mm -hmm. we're going to say a prayer of companionship. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now asking for one of your sovereign soldiers, your brethren between the, the ages of 29 and 40. With no felonies. Range me, Lord. Minimal baby mamas. Hello. Probably no kids. Please. <laughs> Decent credit. <laughs> Established career. Huh. And good vibes. Yes. To come the way hmm. of my girl Sydney. Mm-hmm. We asking that you lean on her and show her to be open and receive love mm -hmm. in the best way she can. And to not give up on it. We come now and ask in your darling son, Jesus' name, we pray. 
In his holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Wait in the water, Lord. <laughs> Sitting that one up to him specially. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like that's the way we're two or more together. <laughs> <laughs> the doors of the, the church open. Come now, come on. I feel like that's the way we need to end this show. I can't even pick up my drink. I'm shamed. <laughs> Blaspheme, Jesus. Hey, fellas, if you see this. I'm <laughs> nice, I promise. <laughs> hey, she ain't going to run you off. Man, it was good being with us. It was good to be back in your new home. I appreciate y'all for being patient with us and rocking with us, man. Again, this your boy, Antoine the Source. This is at Stephanie. And this is Let's Drink to That Podcast. Your happy hour partners. We out of here. Peace.